Shalom Aleichem. <clears throat> Welcome to Chabad and Friends, episode number 11 on collive.com. Today, I'll talk a little bit about the Rosh Hashiva, the past Rosh Hashiva of the Yeshiva, the Mirror Yeshiva, the Mir Yeshiva in Brooklyn on Ocean Parkway, Reb Shmuel Berenbaum. And his connection to Chabad, to some Lubavitcher Talmidim who became Chabad. And in future episodes, we'll talk more about it. But today, I want to talk about an incident that happened in 1976 when, with Mifza Mezuzah in Shvat of Tovshin Labadalid of 1974, the Rebbe called for the Mezuzah, the Mezuzah campaign, that we should check our Mezuzahs to make sure that they're kosher Mezuzahs and everyone should have Mezuzahs. And this is something that Lubavitch Sidim in particular went around and did a tremendous amount in this, in this vein. Of course, there were those that uh, questioned it, opposed it, and the Rebbe, during the two years from 74 to 76, answered many of the questions, addressed them. He would say, they're looking for, for trouble, they're looking to, to complain, but nevertheless, I'll answer them, I'll give them this source and, and this uh, minig and, to, 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 and this story to understand why it's so important. Rabbi Shmuel Berenbaum was a Talmud emir in Lita, and then later in Shanghai. He was among the, the Talmudim, the students who were saved and were in Shanghai. That was in the Mir Yeshiva. And we all know also that there was a Lubavitch Yeshiva, the Talmudim, the students from Atfotsk also made their way to Shanghai. But he was in the Mir Yeshiva. He came into America and he was became the Rosh Hashiva in the Mir Yeshiva. Rapshul Berenbaum, I was told by some of his Talmidim, was a Masmid Nifla, a tremendous individual who not just knew how to learn, but he was diligent in learning. He didn't stop learning. In fact, there's an interesting clip on YouTube seeing him and another, another, another Talmud Chochem at a wedding and they're tearing each other apart in learning. It, it, it's, it's not just very cute, it's an insight into the Litvisha learning mind. And uh, it's very telling, and those that want to understand it should really take a look at that clip, because it, it seems like they're fighting and going at each other at a wedding, sitting at a chasen, at a table, you know, it's like ridiculous. But it's not. It's a raisa which is the, the idea, the Torah within them is, is, is burning in them, is, is, is raging in them, and they're, and they're we say in Yiddish, but with a, with, a, with a rage. So when you look at it from the, on the outside, it looks very strange and funny, but if you know the mindset of the Litvisha mindset of learning, it makes sense, and you'll get an idea of this type of person. But that wasn't his, his specialty. His specialty, I'm told, is his hasmodan learning, his non-stop learning around the clock. This Shmuel had a son, Chaim, 
Chaim was learning in 1976 in the Briska Yeshiva in Yerushalayim. And Rosh Hashiva, Rabban Shechter's son, one of his sons, his name is Rabbi who I met. They went for Ben Asmanim to Netanya. And they went and stayed at a hotel called Gali Tzans. It's like the waves of Tzans, which means it's at the water, so there's waves. So it's a resort hotel. And it's run by Kloisenberg Hasidim, so it's, you know, it's very kosher and very frum and tzniyas and all that. And they went out one night for a walk or something. And when they came back, everything was closed. And there was a guard, a, a Jewish guard. He might have even been a frum guard. At that time, the Fadi'in, the Palestinian terrorists, would come with these little bungee ships, little little like rafts of ships that were kind of made of rubber, and they weren't noticeable, and you were able to come right to the to the edge of the water without people noticing you, and they were able to come in and they would do terrible things. So this was a very tenuous time when we had this going on, and there were already previous incidents. And that's why these hotels at the water had special guards and and lock and the place was all locked because they were afraid of these terrorists. Anyway, this guard, for some reason, he didn't recognize uh, the two Bacharim, Chaim and Mordecha, and uh, he. Someone's knocking. It's late at night. They came back late. Nothing. He didn't open up. And then I'm told that Chaim went around the side. So that made the guard more suspicious, and he thought he's a, a terrorist, and he actually shot him, and he killed him. It was a terrible tragedy. Uh, it was a, a real mistake, but that's what happened. This happened on Tes Vov Of, Tuba Of, Tov Shin Lamed Vov, 1976. The Rebbe at the Fabrengen of Chofov in the third or fourth sikha, I believe the third sikha, or the fourth sikha, anyway, the Rebbe was speaking about the importance of Mifzu Mifzuza, and he, and he said there are those that still don't understand, or still have complaints, or still oppose it, and the Rebbe said, Hashem is sending us various signs that it's so necessary to do this, and especially in Eretz Yisrael, for the protection of the Yidin in Eretz Yisrael. And after mentioning two incidents, the Rebbe said, I wasn't going to speak about the following, but it just happened. And if something positive can come from it, it's important to, to mention it. And he said there was a student from uh, a yeshiva that's surely a kanoyes dike yeshiva. A, a zealot type yeshiva. And of, of course he was referring to the brisk yeshiva, because the brisker are kanoyim. They're big zealots in, in, in what they believe. And the Rebbe said that this Bocher, Nebuch, was killed accidentally, but that's what happened. And the Rebbe said it's important to use out this, uh, this incident in a positive way. Because after he was killed, 
they checked his room and in his yeshiva, in his room, and they saw that there was a apostle of mezuzah on the door. So the Rebbe said, the lesson is that we should now increase our checking of mezuzahs. They should be kosher, and those that doors that don't have mezuzahs, we should put mezuzahs on. And the Rebbe said, his father is a Rosh Hashiva, and as Ozich Nishemin, he shouldn't be embarrassed, and he should take this that happened and use it in a positive way to bring more light into the world. And the Rebbe did not imply at all, chas v'shalom, God forbid, that his father is at fault and, and, and the blame game, that wasn't part of it. But he did use the words, Ezozich Nishemen. During Shiva, someone told me that he actually mentioned this to another son of Reb Shmuel Berenbaum. The Rosh Hashiva was, Chaim's father was Reb Shmuel Berenbaum, who was the Rosh Hashiva of of, 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 of Mir Yeshiva. So he lost his son. That was his son. So during Shiva's, Alababich had mentioned to, to another son who he was friendly with what the Rebbe said. And it also was mentioned to a Rabbi Feldman. Rabbi Feldman was, uh, I believe, a, a mashgiach in the Yeshiva. He was a brother-in-law with Rabbi Lieberman, the partner of Rabbi Avram Aaron Rubashkin. And someone, it was brought to his attention, and he was very upset with these words. He took it in a way that wasn't positive. I don't know how, but the Rebbe summoned Rabbi Shmuel David Reichik because, I assume, I assume because he knew Rabbi Shmuel Berenbaum from Shanghai, although he wasn't Lubavitcher Yeshiva, he wasn't the Mir Yeshiva, but the Bacharim, you know, knew each other. And the Rebbe asked him to go, Bimanachamavul, Reb Shmuel Berenbaum, and to tell him that he didn't mean at all to hurt his feelings, and that if he was insulted because of the, wor the words that he, I, he used, as Ozech Neshemin, he should know he, had, he didn't have that in mind, and he just m meant to emphasize the importance of using out the negative, the darkness, the, the terrible tragedy in a positive way. How Reb Shmuel took it, I was told he heard, he didn't, he said thank you, he didn't, he didn't respond. What we see from this one story, and there are more stories with Reb Shmuel and Lubavitch, is that the Rebbe thought about him and was concerned about what happened. At the same time, being proactive and doing something is the way to correct a negative situation. So that's why the Rebbe said, increase the observance of checking mezuzahs wherever possible. And uh, in Tzchus Take, in memory of this fine Bocher Chaim, the son of Reb Shmuel Bernbaum, he should have a Lichtekin Gan Eden and come back with the coming of Mashiach.